do it, do it. Welcome everyone to WP Late Night episode number 18. Myself, Brad, and Dre, as usual. Hey guys. Hey. What up? Gang's all back. Uh, Dre, back. how how was how was the time away? It was uh, was good. I wish I uh, could have been live with you guys, but I was down in Brazil. Uh, had uh, my whole uh, company together, so that was it was it was a good time. Very productive. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, and we should also say too that they're. Uh, <laughs> What is it, Brad? You may you may go in and out due to a thunderstorm uh, ripping through Philadelphia right now. Yeah, yeah. There's like a really big thunderstorm on top of me right now, yeah. bringing down trees. But you know what? I'm a dedicated trooper, and I am here. I'm here for the fans, man. <laughs> You're a people pleaser. That's what it's all about. I am. I like to yeah. please people. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. All's well. We had um, uh, another WordPress meetup uh, this last weekend here in Fort Wayne, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, you had one last night, right, Brad? We did, yeah. We had a, um, our monthly meetup, Philly meetup group. I actually did a, uh, I did my uh, security presentation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was actually the one I did in New York, but I hadn't done it in Philly. It's been about a year and a half, so I wanted, you know, it was all fresh. I wanted, to, I wanted to give it again, and we've got a lot of new members since then, so it was fun to do it. Um, had about, I don't know, 40, 50 people show. Um you know, Philly actually has two WordPress meetups now. Groups, that, two different that's groups. Awesome. I, yeah, yeah, I think you cool mentioned that. that. Yeah, we have one. Uh, well, the one I, that I run with Doug, uh, Doug Stewart, is is uh, basically the downtown meetup group, WordPress meetup group, and then a uh, uh, a, a gentleman started um, one of the Burbs. So it's a Philly Burbs meetup, and, and he's got a cool idea. So he's basically bouncing around to different towns outside of Philly. So he's not like a permanent spot. Um, kind of taking his meetup group on the road, so it's um, it's a great idea, and I'm actually going to be doing a little presentation for that meetup too. And his, uh, the guy running that's name is Liam, so he's doing a really cool job. But I mean, how many cities have two WordPress meetup groups? There's there's not many. I don't I don't know of any. I'm, there probably are some, but uh, it's got to be just a handful, if any. Yeah, that's cool. I did a. Um... Uh, is there? Do you post your like meetup talks, your security talk, or is that just an old version of that's online somewhere? Yep. Well, in this case, I had, I had just I had put pretty much the same presentation I did in New York, which mm-hmm. was just last month on on uh, uh, SlideShare. Mm-hmm. So if you check out SlideShare.net/slash/WilliamsBA, same as my Twitter, um, you can get to my presentation, and it's the one at the top. So I I, I left that one on there. I didn't want to repost because it was the same stuff, but. Um, so yeah, I did that presentation and shared it with everybody, and uh, we had a great time. So we did that, and then we always kind of do like a, you know, it's usually a two-hour event. Presentation lasts about an hour, and then we'll do just kind of a general Q and A. Talk about whatever you want, you know, WordPress mm-hmm. questions, whatever it may be. Um, it's a lot of fun. You always meet. There's always new faces every time. And then you see a lot of uh, a lot of uh, old friends that have been coming since we started, which is cool. So it's just. It's a good group, and I mean, you guys know you go to the meetups in your areas, so it's it's fun once a meetup's been around for a little while because you, you start to know these people, you know, they're your friends, so um, and people you would have probably not met had it not been for for WordPress and, and uh, specifically the meetup group. So um, they're a lot of fun. So if you've never been to a meetup group, even if it's not WordPress, any meetup group, I mean, that, it's just fun stuff around topics that you like. So definitely. 
Check it out. I think uh, if you go to what is it, WordPress.meetup.com, it will show you all of the WordPress specific meetup groups around. You can search, see if there's any in your area. Mm -hmm. Show sure enough. I uh, I did update and tweak uh, Angie's presentation uh, that I swiped from Columbus uh, on kind of an introduction to the WordPress community. And so those slides, I actually put them up on speaker deck because I like that better than SlideShare, but uh, those are up as well. I'll link them up in the show notes. Do it. Do it. Ooh. All right. Well, um, let's see here. Did you guys notice the uh, bbpress.org redesign? Yes, sir. It's a nice. It's a birdie. I don't know why I'm talking like this now. It, it's what is contagious. going on? What, what just happened? <laughs> it's contagious and it's happening. Actually, before we talk about that, I want to talk about, because uh, this next week, let me see, next Thursday, I head out to San Francisco for WordCamp San Francisco. Holy crap. You know what? So do I. What? How amazing is that? What a small <laughs> world we live in. Yeah, before we move on, though, I, I do want to point out that mm. uh, September 21st, 2011 was when uh, BB Press... Uh, was mm. actually released as a plugin for WordPress, which I thought that was pretty cool because that's on my birthday. Oh, so nice. we, the plugin and and Big Dre Dizzle share a birthday <laughs> forever. That is awesome. And that was they specifically. I remember the actual conversation. They specifically said, "Hey, you know what? We should launch this on Dre's birthday." And everyone yes. was like, "Yeah, plus one, plus one, plus one," and that's what happened. <laughs> it's just funny awesome backstory. It it's, you know, fun, funny little. little yeah, you had there. to be there. You had to be there to kind of. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, San Francisco. So, holy cow. Uh, very interesting the way that they've released tickets this year. Uh, very, I find it pretty cool, actually. In fact, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago before I took off, uh, mm -hmm. how, how um, I was kind of invited in. So they, they were doing banks of tickets. Then they were doing them Thursday afternoons, uh, just a certain amount. And I don't know what that amount was, but I get an email from .org saying, hey, you've been a part of the community for like ever. Uh, we want to uh, invite you to uh, WordCamp San Francisco. So if you'd like to buy a ticket, here's a special link for you. Uh, and they released it that way. So I don't know how many they released that way. I don't know if they've sold out or if they're at capacity and what the actual raw numbers are. But gauging from last year um, and what I've seen in terms of traffic now as we get closer to the event, I think it's going to be pretty pretty jam-packed with people there, uh, especially being a smaller event. Very surprised uh, to see the amount of movement there. And it's probably uh, good to note that if you're not going like myself, unfortunately I can't go this year, uh, they are selling live streaming tickets, so you can actually sit at home and watch it. And you can actually, one, one really cool thing they're doing is you can buy either just the live stream, 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure it's easily justifiable. Or oh, if yeah. you want to really feel like you were there, you can get the live stream with, uh, a t-shirt for $18 and they'll actually mail you the t-shirt from the event. So um, I'm going to actually go that route just to get the t-shirt. Um, mm -hmm. But that's, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And they did, they did the stream stuff uh, last year as well. And that, yeah. uh, uh, the, the quality of the stream, at least based on what people were saying was, was uh, well worth it. So, yeah, they're, they're not like trying to do it themselves. They brought in a professional company that that's what they do is live stream mm -hmm. events. So they've, they've handed over the professionals and yeah, I heard really good things about it too. Um, from last year. Yeah, I, I actually, I love the way they're selling, t like, they're selling the actual event tickets or how they have been selling them. There's none right yeah. now. I don't know if they're going to release any more, but they're they're kind of selling them in, like, batches. Like, all right, here's 100 tickets. You know, it's, it's almost like how, like, a, a, oh, they probably sell heroin, you know, like, here, here's a little taste. Like, come back later. Oh, so, sorry, we're all out. All out. And then, like, a week later, ooh, we got some more. So it's like, they're gobbled up within five well, minutes of them saying, "Hey, there's tickets." So no it's, it's an yeah. interesting approach, uh, I'll and, tell I, you, and I wonder I'll, if it helped. I wonder if it helped people right, that might have been just on the fence about it wait until like the last day if they said, "Hey, you know what? I'm just gonna buy a ticket because this is." They might run out and not open up uh, anymore. 
I hope I don't get yelled at for this, but if any of our listeners out there uh, is interested in a ticket, I've got an extra one, and I will donate it to the cause. So we need to figure out a way mm. to push that out. Uh, so maybe throughout the show, we can kind of think some ideas. I have uh, a I funny, have a, I have an idea we can use during the after show. I, I love it. Well, so th then we can wait to the after show. I, mm -hmm. I'd love to push that out to our listeners. That'd be outstanding. I got an extra ticket to work camp San Francisco 2011. So, or 2012. First, me, first person to show up at Dre's house gets the ticket. <laughs> okay, on, that, on that note, expect a shotgun in your face. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> he's on the draw Dre's with that charity. one. <laughs> he's on the draw with that one. Yeah, I got I got a trigger for you, my friends. Don't 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 piss me off. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Cool. Well, I uh, look forward to seeing you next week then, Dre. Yes, sir. I think we'll still be able to do our regular Wednesday night show before that. Um, uh, oh yeah. Unless something crazy weird happens, but or unless uh, Brad's house gets taken away in the storm tonight. Or yeah, it, it explodes with lightning. <laughs> the worst that was crazy. Is, I'm hoping the worst is past. I think I think we're good now. Good so. deal. Yeah, that's that is crazy. It's only it is next weekend, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. for some reason I felt like it was farther away. Yeah. Very Came cool. up pretty fast. Um anyway, so back to back to BB Press. because uh, I think the, the redesign's pretty neat. Um if you go to the uh, homepage, which I'll insult people by dropping a link into the chat room to the very hard to find bbpress.org. Uh kinda it's it's neat to see um I guess BB Press presented as a kind of a full I guess application option or um, software solution like this. It's got kind of the features called out. Uh, it's relation to its sister projects, WordPress and BuddyPress. Uh, it's got a nice demo that you can kind of see. You know the plugin in use. It's uh, it's a really good. Uh, it's really not uh, well done. I think. I I can dig it. Very well done. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I, I like when they did this to BuddyPress. Um, it's it's been a little while now, but back when they first did it, it's probably been like a year now. But um, really, kind of putting a focus on um, features, kind of showing it off and saying, you know, these here's a few items you can use. Putting them top and center, pretty much above the fold. Mm -hmm. um, I like it. It's very clean, yep. um, clean theme. So it's, it's uh, five it's, points if anyone can figure out what this is built on. How many points? I think we're, we're doing points now, right? Is that no? I don't know. I thought we were doing points. Sure. The, what I want to know: Is this uh, the show where everything's made up? Twenty eleven. Is this underscore? You know, I you oh, know, man, I have my own guesses, but I think, I'll, I think I'll just ride the slider while while Dre types, and then I'll bring it back up. What's that? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> it's funny <laughs> to look at this uh, to look at bbpress.org now, and then think back to, um, you know, integrating the old standalone with WordPress on its own and how, how much of a, a frustration that could be and now how easy it is just to use the plugin. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's definitely made it much more uh, or, or more of an easy option, uh, when, mm -hmm. especially like when we're offering to clients versus before. It was like, well, you could do this, but, and there's this big but, you know, like, but, you know, it's going to take more work. Right. It's not, you know, it's going to be a separate instance, separate install. You know, you have to update it separately. Like, there's all these kind of, you know, things you got to consider where now it's a plugin. So you update your plugin when there's a new version. Simple as that. Everybody understands how plugins work. It's a no brainer if you've seen a very uh, simple and clean uh, message board or forum. It's definitely made it a lot more accessible. Do you think, do you think forums are dead? Like, do you think, for, I mean, I'm sure you do a lot of stuff for clients, and I've, I, but I've heard that sentiment sometimes when forums are talked about. It's like, ah, who uses forums anymore? 
Well, I think us geeky types, maybe for us, it's died, or or maybe um, our, our our workflow has changed over time, so it's maybe not as uh, or it, it it's probably a bit antiquated or cumbersome mm-hmm. for us. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm part of like a Harley Davidson forum, and the amount of traffic that goes through that with maybe not so so technical folks or folks experienced with with uh, with blogs and and microblogs and things like that. That it's uh, I, I would say that it's not a it's not a dead dog yet. Maybe a dying uh, a, a dying communication mechanism ab- amongst us, us geeky types, but I think it's still in existence and still strive, uh, you know, thriving pretty well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say if I said forums are dead, uh, my good friend Patrick O'Keefe would um, come in and <laughs> probably do serious harm to me because that's that's what he does. Yeah. Um, and he actually has a great post, which uh, I'll make sure to get in our show notes. And the post is titled, There is not enough time in the day for me to tell you that forums are not dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which he wrote earlier this year. And it's actually, you know, he writes really good blog posts and it's laid out very well. Uh, but he kind of describes forums as, um, as, as uh, like bread, which I mm-hmm. wouldn't consider or I wouldn't think of a, a comparison, but he, he lays it out. You know, forums like bread, we're all used to bread, but we all know more about bread than ever before. You know, you can do a lot of things with bread, just like forums are flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's one of those things like, you know, are they dead? No, I don't think they're dead. I mean, we still have a lot of clients to use them. It's a good way to build kind of a community within your site outside of just comments. Comments are only going to take you so far. Um, forums kind of let you engage in, in deeper conversations, in my opinion. Um, so we've had a lot of clients now where we're setting it up. Um, and I believe BB Press has an add-on for this where uh, a blog post will automatically make a form entry. Um, into BB Press. So mm-hmm. basically, the conversations, yeah, you can leave normal comments, but if you want to have a deeper conversation, there's a forum thread already set up, ready to go that you can have that conversation in. So, see, that's um, pretty slick. Yeah, I think it's cool because it takes, you know, it takes the, the you don't know, have these extra steps of making the forum or hoping one of your readers make an entry and say, hey, I want to talk more about this article. It does it for you. Um, so, I, you know, it, it definitely is something that's been around for a long time. We've all been a part of forums. I mean, I learned to program in forums. Like, you know, back in, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, that's where I learned to program. I learned almost everything I know via forums and just asking questions. And then I got to the point where I wasn't asking questions as much. I was answering more questions, you know, and I kind of made that shift from yes. uh, from student to uh, to teacher, I guess. And then um, all because of forums. So I, I don't think forums will ever be dead. I mean, I think they're. Yeah. That's my that's, that's pretty cool. You know, so late 90s, that's kind of where I started. And, and I tease about V Bulletin quite a bit on pretty much every uh, discussion we have around forums on WP Late Night. Uh, but I started out on a graphics forum, uh, which is V Bulletin based. And that's, uh, we were playing, uh, you know, what is it, uh, Photoshop tennis. So going back and forth with All battles right. with Photoshop. And that's really where I started to develop my Photoshop chops and, and getting in there and really understanding kind of the tool sets and the different. Uh, things you can do with it, and over time, it became a uh, well something that I use pretty much every day. Um, and kind of the same take, Brad, where asking a lot of questions and learning. Which with Photoshop, you could probably take it for forever and still be learning something. Uh, but really, started to answer questions over time as I developed and and, uh, and got more experience with it. So I don't think they'll die either, not anytime soon. I would agree. I would agree. Well, cool stuff, and, and props to uh, JTrip and uh, anybody else that worked on it. I actually should check his blog post and see. Um, but I think it was primarily him over uh, probably another weekend or two pulling that together. So cool stuff. Oh, here we go. Props to Ben Dunkey and Chelsea Otakin for 
design inspiration. So kudos. I can dig it. So be, before we go into the next segment here, uh, sure. we, we kind of skipped over our, uh, our our weekly drink here. So what, what's oh, everybody geez. sipping oh. on? Just I, sipping I on, Brad? I never, went and, I never went and got a drink. We need an intro. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Here's here's hey, and this is probably you this is probably the most serious question <laughs> I've ever asked you guys during this podcast. Could you could you carry the show while I go get a drink? Because oh, I don't great. have one at my desk right now. I can't Pirates, promise can you, it won't you make, get really stupid, but we'll try. Okay, all right. I so it. <laughs> Jeff Fleur uh, here in the chat. I'm not mm -hmm. sure if uh, if you're part of the actual uh, spreecast team here, but uh, everything is muted, my friend. I know the echo exists. That's been our challenge. Uh, ongoing with Spreecast since we had launched the show. Uh, Brad, what, what was it you were sipping on? I am drinking a um, an actual real Ryan Duff. I uh, I went to the gym three times this week, so I'm having about half a Coke. Oh, so, half a Coke. So That's you get carbs and calories. Suck <laughs> it. Well, what do you got over there, Dre? Well, I'm going. I'm going to my roots here in Southern California with a Corona, with a lime. Um, it's not exactly a Dos Equis, but I'll settle for my favorite barbecue beer, a Corona with a lime. Uh, I have a bunch of them in the fridge from barbecue before I left to Brazil, so I'm hanging out sipping on one. Ryan obviously had nothing since he disappeared on us to go grab uh, something uh, out of his fridge. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan feels he doesn't need a drink. I don't know. Um, oh, hey, he's back. All right. So hey, how you doing, Ryan? That. I think we held the show up. All right. I'm I'm happy that I'm on uh, the type of podcast where uh, not drinking during the show is is unprofessional. So I apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> that failed, sir. Minor gap. <laughs> Uh, now I am drinking Irish whiskey, or I will be in mere seconds. How about you guys? Um, yeah, you missed that whole segment. Okay. We were talking I'll listen about back you, later. So. I'll listen back later. That's I'm all caught up now. We got a real Ryan Duff, and we got a Corona with a lime. <laughs> Good deal. Yes. Yummy. Flip, flip, Philadelphia, baby. So what do you guys know about the Internet Defense League? Yeah, exactly. It's the new Avengers. I'm Dre of the Internet Defense League. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so actually, I, I caught wind of this. I, I heard about this uh, probably a month or two back, mm -hmm. um, but it was just briefly and in passing, I think, in a Twitter link or something. And then uh, Matt posted about it. Let me pull up his, uh, or at least linked over to it briefly. Um, take me just a second to pull it up. Yeah, here we go. So WordPress is a supporter of the Internet Defense League. Oh, really? We talked about this already? <laughs> really? Is that uh, where I, I heard about we it? we talked about this already. Uh, I recognize the cat bat signal, and I think there were some jokes around that. And yeah. Dre's face oh, some, it, was, it was supposed to be a taco's. <laughs> I'm just glad I pulled up our Skype chat so I could see you guys saying that. Otherwise, how long would I have kept talking? We we're going to let you go. And then after we talked about it, say, oh, by such the way. Such assholes. We okay. already covered this a few episodes ago. <laughs> I'm Catman. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. All this right. Is cool. I, Maybe we can I recap it for anybody that missed. Well, uh, we may have talked about it before, but it had only launched on the 19th of this month. So oh, it was cool. pre-launched at that point. Now it is actually live. And follow-up story. Yeah, well, follow, yeah, exactly. That's what we're uh, breaking. Breaking report. <laughs> so it seems as now, now they're actually uh, doing things, which is I'm kind of skimming through here to see what all they are doing. 
Um, hmm. The IDL, man, it just, it, it just, uh, uh, it sounds scary. Well, like, I mean, if you look at the, like the hear a knock it, on it your door. A, uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess you could think. If you look, if you go to the actual website, internetdefenseleague.org, and just look at the uh, the websites that are members um, or companies, I guess that are members. I mean, there's some big names on here: Mozilla, oh, yeah. WordPress, Reddit, um, Cheeseburger. I guess that's a big name. Uh, Fark. You know, a lot of known names out there. Um, Open Congress, uh, PHP. We've all heard of that, I think. So mm-hmm. it's nice to see these really big names get behind, you know, get behind some centralized effort to make sure that um, the Internet stays open like it's supposed to be. Because yep. I think we all know that if, if there isn't something like this in place and organized correctly and, and, you know, handle things correctly, that it's very easy for something to slip by. It's like, you know, some bills slip through the cracks of uh, Congress or whoever um, that could essentially... Um, lockdown parts of the internet or, or even worse so um, it's nice to see a bunch of companies kind of coming together and at least make something more official than uh, than what we've seen in the past yes yes so as their page says from now on we are ready to it's like you need that uh, we need that patriotic music going behind the statement from now on we're ready to defend against the forces that brought on SOPA when there's a threat or opportunity our members will broadcast actions all over the internet help us to do it <laughs> that's where the uh, that's where the cat signal comes into play. Exactly. So <laughs> Ryan, you, you said member in the sky. You know it's going down. Oh. Ryan said member. <laughs> oh boy, member, <laughs> technically. <laughs> oh, that's even better. Yeah. So it looks that's like a, there's a like, code to add to a site. Is there a, a WordPress plugin for this yet? Uh, no, and question. what would that plugin do? Like if they if they if they hit the cat signal, that it would just immediately like lock down your site and throw up a big black we don't support this That's well they've got a are, are you looking at the their members page members yes because they've got mm-hmm. a, a badge in one case and then they've also got a notification bar which is kind of hmm. uh but they've got a couple different options i mean it could be as simple as a widget to add that kind of stuff to the sidebar but uh nice. shelby out of las vegas is saying there is a plug-in uh i haven't personally seen one myself but it's interesting if there is yeah i'm Who's going to build a plugin? Any volunteers, or we'll just assign it to you. Uh, well, we'll see uh, if I can find it. It sounds like uh, there might be a plugin. Yeah. We'll have to look around and see. It doesn't show up uh, in a quick Hang search. on, show while we search for this real quick. <laughs> kind of hard not to at this point. Uh, Shelby says there's a plugin. I just, uh, I just pulled up Shelby's Twitter, and he's got a funny avatar. <laughs> he, he, look, he looks like he's dead with a neck brace. <laughs> What's going on, dude? You have a fun. Uh, you have a fun uh, summer so far. <laughs> oh boy! Awesome. Oh track. Jeez. Oh boy! Well, if if anybody I finds the uh, on Twitter, <laughs> you just derailed the show, man. That's Killed great. Uh, everyone needs to stop right now and go to S B E Nike S B E N I K E. Oh boy! And just basking oh. in the glory that is that Twitter avatar. Oh, my name's Shelby, and it hurts so good. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, that's. Just I tell you, awesome. man, the West Coast, you guys—it's the Wild West out there, dude. You guys are crazy. It's good times. Good times. Um, if anybody in the chat room does find a uh, link to that plugin, let us know so we can link it up. Yeah, what were we talking about again? 
Uh, that thing we talked about a few, a few episodes. Uh, so this is what happens if you don't, <laughs> if you don't respect the Internet Defense League. Yes. Go go visit Shelby's Twitter profile. This is what <laughs> happens. I'm All right. So no messing around, folks. Ooh, it means my avatar. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, by the way, Brad, but uh, <laughs> I, I had to use your uh, your Twitter avatar in an image on the site the other day. Um, I probably could have searched around and it, found one, but your current one, I think you're wearing some kind of a weird green wig or something. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was, oh, it, was, it, was, it was for the after show post, so I thought it was, awesome. it was fitting. It's a fanatic, man. That's my Philly fanatic hat. Re- respect it. <laughs> Better respect my authority. Respect my fanatic hat. Let me see. I we went also... from tuxedo Brad to dumbass Brad in one, one picture change. That's how I roll. Uh, to get the podcast back on the tracks, I'll talk about WP Engine announcing Git push to deploy, uh, yes. integrating Git version control with WordPress. Uh, this is pretty interesting stuff. Um, did you guys catch this when it was, uh, I think it was, what, two days ago that they announced this? Yeah, a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, I mean, it, it just goes to show that I think that's, you know, Git is now, I mean, I think we can safely say is Git's the preferred version control uh, system of WordPress developers because it seems like almost everything these days, whatever's being released out there, it's it almost always ends up on Git. You know, even if it's a, a .org plugin, people are put you know actually developing it on Git, um, and then only using SVN to push it up to .org. So, um, makes total sense. Really, a cool move, uh, especially for uh, developers and people who really you know are very active with Git and love to use it. I, I think it's a great move by that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I'm using a couple of different things. So, uh, Mercurial, uh, Git, which it's got some very close similarities to, to Git and uh, uh, Git repos, uh, Git, and then obviously SVN. Uh, so I'm tied into a few different things. But uh, what where I wanted to kind of point out, I think that a lot of folks are going to follow suit with this. This makes a lot of sense, and, and what a what an added value uh, thing to have automated and on the go, ready for anybody that wants to push out uh, WordPress. Uh, uh, on a managed environment like this, so uh, kudos WP Engine and then putting this out. I think it's, I think it's a great move, and I think we're going to see a lot more of this. And the demand is going to continue to grow to have this type of service, whether it's Git or or any other type of uh, source control. Um, it, it's a it's a really cool move, guys, to have this integrated. At least from my perspective, I think I think they're onto something here. Looks like uh, Pete Mall in the chat room says that Zippy Kid has this as well. I'm trying to run a there search to find something about it on their site. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great to see. Yeah, Zippy Kid, another another managed WordPress host that's 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 offering this. I I, I think that we're going to see a lot more of this as as the as, as this no moves question. forward. So good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean more and more. I, it feels like every week I'm seeing more WordPress developers uh, releasing code and plugins and all sorts of stuff on Git. Mm-hmm. Um, very very cool. I, I should I, probably I, start using Git. <laughs> you don't. I like to wait till everyone moves on to something else and say, oh, okay, now it's time to learn that thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I have a few clients that we use Git with, um, but I would not call myself a, an expert at it. And there's really, to be honest, I haven't really found a good GUI for Git on, on either Windows or Mac. Um, it's very, everyone I know that uses it for the most part or uh, use the command line uh, for it. I know there are some like Tortoise Git and stuff, but they're just not nearly as polished as things like tortoise svn so it's 
Oh, for, know, for I, I'll probably get some backlash. I know there's a, you command line junkies and freaks out there that just love typing command line stuff, but I'm not one of those people. I like to point and click. Yeah, point and click is is awesome, especially for us design geeks uh, that play with a little bit of code occasionally. Uh, I use Tower uh, for uh, on Mac for for Git, and it works outstanding. I I really enjoy it. Oh yeah, and the Brian Richards pointed out in the in the chat, and actually I had a buddy just show me this a couple of, uh, last week actually that the uh, GitHub client for Mac is pretty slick. I didn't I haven't played with it yet, but he was showing it to me. He said it's actually uh, it's actually pretty uh, a pretty good app. So um, I, if you're on Mac, check out that GitHub client. Yeah, I remember seeing screenshots for it, and it looked really impressive. Very very good. Good good stuff. I I I prefer Git to Subversion, but then again, I don't do a ton of. Um, version control with stuff, but I guess I just enjoy the social aspect of, of, of GitHub specifically. Um, but yeah, to each their own version. The real the important point is version control, all the things, right? That's the important thing. Yeah, another one that I've been using too, uh, because it's got Mercurial in it, SVN, uh, and Git is SourceTree, uh, sourcetreeapp.com, and it seems to work pretty well so far for me as well. Um, it's connected to Bitbucket. For what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. You guys are. I'm linking up like a madman to make sure I don't miss anything now. During our <laughs> links tonight. Uh, links. Yeah. Yeah. What other apps does everyone use? Um. All right. Got that. That one looks neat. It looks pretty. I mean, not having tried it yet, but I like their site. It's got a good look to it. Huh. Okay. WP Engine. We got BB Press. We got Cat Signals. Uh, WPRealm.com. Uh, <laughs> As I mentally run the through. realm, the realm <clears throat> of the WPs. It's a website about WordPress. Um, it, right, there's I, I didn't realize there's actually websites around WordPress, like they write articles and stuff. That's yeah, cool. it's, it's it seems to be just you know a, a slow fad, and I don't think it'll catch on. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, right? Who would want to? Who would no, want to really? Is... Uh, so, WPRealm. Speaking of GitHub, actually, I believe that they uh, their site, at least it should be. I don't know if they have a link on their homepage. I'll try to pull them up. I'm I'm pretty sure that their their theme itself is uh, being managed publicly on GitHub. Let's see if I can bring that up. But I remember them talking about that when they were launching. Yeah, looks like it. Got that link into the chat room. So that's pretty cool. Uh, to be able to, to track a site's development that is actually live that way. It's a pretty fun idea. Uh, and they were just, uh, you know, seems like people all over the place are contributing to WP Realm night right now, which is awesome. I see uh, Andrea Rennick on there, Scott Basgard, Mason James. Scotty um, B. Scotty B. B. Oh, nice. and, and if you look at the team, too, I mean, there's uh, the, the team behind it. There's a lot of pretty well-known uh, names. Uh, mm -hmm. Rimkus, I'm sure I'm going to butcher some of these names because they're tough. Um, <laughs> if you follow WordPress, I guarantee you know these people from Twitter. Rimkus, um, uh, I'm going to kill this one. I believe it's Siobhan. Siobhan. What's that? Yeah. Siobhan. Yep. Siobhan. Yeah, okay. Siobhan. Uh, and she actually wrote one of my favorite WPMU.org articles, which was the one on free WordPress themes hmm. um, and why you should not just trust any source out there. Yes. Um, which I, I've, I have in my security presentation. Dre, I think you have it in yours, and Tony had it in his. I mean, because it's just a yeah. great example of don't just trust anything you find on the Internet, which is somewhat common sense, but somewhat not. I mean, people are out there searching for things, and, you know, 
there's, there's it's definitely yeah there, it's, so. it's worth reminding the the casual wordpress users out there who are going to be googling for things it's a good example because it shows very specific what they found which is cool like you know so um yeah some big names behind it they're pumping out some good content um it's 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 cool i mean it's nice to see no offense ryan but everybody sure. loves wp candy but it's nice to see some other players in the space <laughs> i mean it's um absolutely the more content around wordpress the more podcasts they want to get me on you know it's all good <laughs> <laughs> look at that Drake. No, he's, he's leaving us already on. he's like i'm out he's out Pulls the ripcord uh, out the window into the storm. I mean, if you guys want to have a bidding war, I'm up for that. I mean, you know, <laughs> we can just treat this like MLB or something. But uh, trading no, it's cool. I mean, it's it. The more the more news, the more stuff out there, the better, right? So mm -hmm. it's it's cool to see some of. The, I mean, just a couple of years ago, there was a handful of of pretty established news sites, and they all kind of disappeared except for WP Candy. They all kind of dried up. So it's nice to see a couple a couple of these starting up. WP Realms one, WP Force. Mm -hmm. um, is another one that's been pumping out some good content lately. Um, so it's it's cool to see these. And it's cool to see them run by people that are, you know, pretty active in the community, not just nameless who's writing yep. this stuff. Like, not yep. just people pumping in a bunch of SEO keywords trying to get Google ads and stuff. Right. Like, actual people that are writing Scrapers. good content, thoughtful yes. content, and bringing in, you know, known people in the industry to write stuff. So For, Yeah, particularly uh, in the WordPress world, it's important that uh, people in the community recognize who's behind stuff. Otherwise, it... Uh, yeah, it's... Is, it helps validate them, right? Yeah. There's so much garbage content out there, yes. articles that are just complete junk and tell you to do something that's not the right way at all, you know. And they, they don't care. They just want to get you to the site and click on an ad, right? So it's mm -hmm. it's nice to see, like, legit articles by people you trust out there. Yes. Yes, indeed. And it's also, uh, by the way, a, a very responsive site, um, or at least uh, as, I'm, as I'm resizing my browser here. Is it? I hadn't uh, actually checked that. Is that something designers do? They just go to sites and start, like, sizing down and... It is very responsive. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, screw responsive. <laughs> Not a fan? That's a fad. That's a fad. No. Yeah, let's let's put some retina images in the responsiveness and yeah, whatever. Have you guys implemented any responsive or sorry, retina images yet? Nope. No. I have no, no intention. Retina. Uh, we do responsive sites all the time now, but not we haven't done retina. Haven't had anybody even ask for it, so all right. So if the client would like to, if the client wants it, we'll do it. But I mean, it's, you know, I, I've said it, I think on the last three or four shows, it's such a small, small market space right now. I get that that's where it's going, but it's not there. So you're basically going to spend extra time and money and resources mm -hmm. to cater to, you know, a couple percent of the browsers out there, you know, and I think, the majority of those being iPads and mobile devices, not computers. Well, you, yeah, you, you guys are my, um, I don't know what would they say my 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 weekly touching base with people who do lots of client work so i'll probably ask on a weekly basis to find out when no, that like tips you, over you should do it everything it's going down <laughs> get it yeah uh, hurry up get on the get on the wagon i can't You're wait so far behind, get, yeah. what are you doing i'm gonna get retina tattooed it's gonna be awesome no <laughs> Yeah, no, Dre, you should no. get a Retina WordPress logo next to your other logo. Like, yeah, it's like, tw yeah, it's twice the high size. Def tattoo right there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like twice the size on the other arm. Old school, new school, baby. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> this is for yeah, all eight people yeah. asking about Retina on mobile. It's kind of like, in my mind, Retina is a lot larger. So isn't that kind of against everything you do when you make a mobile site or a mobile design? You don't want to be downloading these Retina graphics. Sure, they look nice, but come on. 
uh, here's my problem with it. I'd be adding something for all eight people that have the retina damn, you know, capable devices. I just, I don't see the point yet. Uh, down the road, as it matures, uh, as Microsoft products and things like that start catching wind of uh, ways to do the same thing. Um, yeah, I think we'll get a, a, a bigger adoption. And I think that from there, you start following suit uh, a little early in the game. Um, I think it's a waste of time right now. Hmm. Little early, I little early. Yeah, anybody, I, um, I know, for, I know for sure it'll be someday. We'll be doing it on every site we do. I mean, that's a fact. It's just it, where it, it's, it, it, I, I always compare it to HGTV. It's the same thing. When it first came out, great, everybody won one, and it was really expensive to get a TV and this and that. So, um, but then you got this HGTV, and there's like two channels. Like, okay, you know, what's it, the point? But now good, there's a bunch of channels. You can get almost every channel you want in HD. So it makes sense to have an HGTV. You know, so it's kind of the yeah, same thing. Eventually, it's going to get there, but it's going to take a few years. Is it going to happen? Absolutely. Am I an early adopter that wants to, to drive that and sponsor it as something that I want to see grow right now? I don't. I don't personally see the advantages right now of it. So, down down the road we will. Fair enough. As anybody, um, I'm I'm putting uh, on a related topic, I guess, since Retina came up, I'm putting off. Sure. Uh, updating, or I did put off put updating to the new OS until yes. after the show to make sure nothing blew up. But has anybody else tried it out? Um, nothing blew up. Okay. Well, I never know if like certain knobs or switches might like need some sort of update afterwards. So I always, at least, I put it off. So if something goes goes sideways, I have until next week's show to get fixed up. It was actually a pretty quick upgrade and uh, or update, and uh, nothing exploded. Every single app that I run seems to be working fine, and then there's some cool little uh, additions. So the the I take I use the the default. Um, well, I, I use Alfred app. And okay. I love I love using my shortcut to just open up a text file to dump some notes in there, right? So it's it's between that and Evernote, depending on mm-hmm. what what I'm taking notes for, right? They built in the notes program uh, right into the desk or in, into the uh, OS, which is pretty cool because it, it connects right into cl- uh, cloud, so you can sync everything uh, with your um, your text or notes program right from the desktop into all your all your different um, Apple products, which is pretty slick. Hmm. Ooh, sorry, that was Apple Pockets just getting a little bit fatter. Oh, hey. oh hey. Sorry, what you, are we talking about? <laughs> did you see that? Uh, I think I think Gruber linked it up. The um, uh, chart showing uh, like the activity. Well, let me see. One network's traffic. What happened to it when everybody started downloading the update? Here, I'll paste it in. It's from uh, GigaOM. It's a pretty pretty telling chart. The uh, bits per second just exploded for the course of a few hours. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, dude. <laughs> lots yeah. and lots of downloads. Yeah, I tried to actually get uh, Mr. John Gruber to WordCamp Philly. Um, apparently, he's not a huge WordPress fan, but I thought it might be an interesting perspective. <laughs> yeah, no response. Uh, thanks for inviting me. He lives me in Philly. Just... Like, come on, man. You can at least respond to me. Yeah, I appreciate the invite. I'm glad I'm here. This is a piece of shit. This is just no. <laughs> honestly though, that I think that I think that would be pretty interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously don't come in and just bash WordPress and say it sucks. <laughs> like come in from a standpoint of okay, these are the things I don't like about it. I know he has a big problem with the whole oh, WordPress can't handle load, but you mm-hmm. know, there's you can oh, kind of yeah. combat that pretty easily. But you know, you know, what would he like to see? What is it that he he doesn't like about WordPress that other platforms are doing well you know something like that would be extremely constructive so oh yeah i think so uh, too um but, you know stepping away from the you guys are all in a cult this is you guys are crazy um 
it, it could be very productive to see what type of dialogue would stem from that if it was done constructively versus just bashing. And I'm not implying that it's been bashing in the past, uh, mm -hmm. but in an open forum like that, that would be really neat to see. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, but, you know, I'll try again this year. All right. Um, Do it. Speaking of the impact of open source, which we weren't speaking about, but I'm trying Dre's thing. Uh, another thing that Matt linked up in the past week or so is this um, report from O'Reilly, which is pretty neat. It's a 50-page report, uh, which doesn't usually sound like something that would be cool. <laughs> like, it's a 50-page case study, uh, Ooh, but it's a case study on the economic impact of open source on small businesses. And there's some uh, neat stuff in there about WordPress. Uh, he quoted when he linked it up uh, that they said, WordPress is a far more important open source product than most people give it credit for. In the small business uh, hosting market, it is widely used. At, is it is as widely used as MySQL and PHP, far ahead of Joomla and Drupal, the other leading content management systems. Mm -hmm. uh, the report's free. I think they want your email to get it, but uh, worth checking out uh, for those of us in the open source software business, which is kind of all of us. So, hey, uh, so Ryan, I'm gonna. Uh, if you can forward on the reply email they send you when I give them your email address to sign up, that's <laughs> really cool. I could I could do that. I'll I'll take that on. People are like, why did why did Ryan's email just request 150 copies of this? As everybody does it that's listening to the show. Oh no! So so uh, so folks listening in, Ryan's email address is uh, <laughs> Ron was, Ron Ron. Quickly. Yeah, I have to check this out. I mean, this this kind of stuff is cool. Obviously, um, I run a small business, um, mm -hmm. and it is completely focus on WordPress, which is an open source platform. So um, this thing should be talking about me, right? So it'll be, I'll have to check this out. I haven't <laughs> gone through it yet, yeah, but um, I think you're right. I think it'll be interesting to read. Just and this type of stuff too um, can have some good good items to share with um, potential clients. So oh, yeah. again, I haven't read it, but I would imagine with 50 pages, there's got to be some good stuff in there, right? That you can share with clients. Because a lot, everyone out there where they're a freelancer, you run your own company, you work for a company that does WordPress, you always get the same questions. You know, how do, how do I know it's secure? Is it secure? Is there, you know, is it going to work? Why is it not better than something I pay for? It's free. It must be worse, right? Like there's all these common questions that we have to answer. Um, so it's nice to kind of have some resources um, outside of just you saying, yeah, it's good. It's all good. Just trust me, you know, like to have some resources say, no, here's a study or here's whatever it is that that kind of explains why it's why it works and why it's worked so well and why you can be comfortable with it. So I'll have to check this out and I'll, uh, I'll report back if I have some good findings in there um, that maybe some other uh, cool. companies or freelancers could use. Definitely. I can dig it. Uh, yeah. Nice to find. Always nice to find legitimate researched ammo for those conversations where people go, oh, I don't know, open source software. Because I mean, I mean, do you guys still ever run up against that that mindset from from some people that if it's not, oh, dude, yeah, I mean, I think we've brought <laughs> it up on shows before, our shows past, uh -huh. um, and it comes up at work camps all the time. Is is, uh, well, you've probably heard me at nauseum in terms of uh, enterprise level customers and clients and uh, projects that come up, and and uh, you, you push WordPress, and it's it's a, it's almost a freakish thing in, in terms of the support for why am I not paying. Uh, for sustainment and, and maintenance, who, who do I, who do I, they just don't understand that model and, and it's, um, uh, it's flexibility. It's, yeah, there's hundreds of hundreds of questions that stem from it and, and, and a lot of places it, it becomes a, a problem or you actually miss the project or they just don't want to push it out because they don't understand 
how how well it could work for them and how they could sustain it and, and how much they can truthfully bring down their costs. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Yeah, it's not going to go away anytime soon. It's a slow burning uh, problem. And, and I think that uh, that's something that we got to continue to strive towards is, is really looking at enterprise type clients because I think that we're, we're definitely heading that route. Definitely. Looks like uh, Hold on. looks like uh, Rachel Baker linked up in the chat room. Old post from John Gruber about uh, some of his thoughts on WordPress, which actually skimming through them, I think a lot of them we would say we would probably echo. I don't know if you're looking at it, Brad. I saw you respond there. Yeah, no, it's a good post. I, I've seen that before too. I, I read it back. You know, it's from 2009. I read it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a couple of years ago. And he's not. You know, he's not just bashing it. He's <laughs> not really bashing it at all. He's just saying these are some things you need to consider. Yep. Um, and some, you know, kind of comparing a little bit to some other platforms out there. So, um, you know, it is from 2009. It would be interesting to see if his perspective changed at all. Um, if he's played with it recently, who knows? Um, well, I have no idea. A, but a security perspective, a lot has changed for the good since 2009. We're talking three years ago, two and a half, three years ago. And there's been some significant, I think, uh, changes in the way that uh, – Things are managed from a process perspective uh, in terms of the security team and how things are coded and how things are reviewed um, down all the way into, into plugins, you know, the theme review team and making sure that there's not a lot of issues in putting out uh, free themes in, in the WordPress official theme re- repository or directory, putting out bad themes, uh, checking of plugins and so on. Uh, that That's maturing. So I think overall uh, the security stance or, or uh, the level of security around WordPress has changed significantly in the last three years. So even if it does apply to a certain extent, um, I, I don't think it is it is a one-to-one as what it was three years ago. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. nonetheless, Rachel, thanks for posting. That's a great, great, uh, great uh, article that uh, for back then it made a lot of sense. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, I mean, just to kind of double back on that idea, I think, you know, having uh, – you know, presenters at WordPress that have valid sort of critiques of WordPress would be super interesting. You know, particularly if you're if your camp has a, a anticipating a decent number of experienced WordPress users or even developers. I think that could be uh, a motivating thing, right? I mean, obviously, no, you you don't want to have a lineup of speakers that are going to go up there and just kind of be jerks about it. But uh, then at the same time, that could be kind of fun. Get somebody up there, kind of all Lewis Black style. <laughs> drink in their hand, just angry. Uh, that would be kind of entertaining too. That's how I'm gonna do it. the rest. That reminds of me of patience <laughs> for the year. Angry with it. I was gonna say, it reminds me of uh, WordCamp Mid Atlantic. Actually, the first WordCamp I ever spoke at, mm-hmm. WordCamp Mid Atlantic 2009. So it's been a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, the keynote was by Anil Dash, nice. um, which uh, I knew a little bit about him, but I didn't really know that much about him until you know the event i you know i read up on him and uh actually met him at the speaker dinner which is cool but obviously anyone that knows the history behind that knows that nil dash worked for uh movable type for a period of time right mm-hmm. um in fact he was one of the he was up there pretty high in the company i believe um and they brought him i think the original plan was to have him and matt melanwig on stage together and kind of talk but they had him on stage and i mean his presentation was great it wasn't it had nothing to do with uh you know WordPress versus this or versus that. It was more about where are we going and technology and things like that. I mean, it was it was really smart. And looking back, I didn't have a lot of WordCamp experience at the time, but I do now. But looking back, that was still one of the better keynotes that I had seen because it was an outside perspective. 
Um, but he did not come in and, you know, bash or obviously it wouldn't be a smart idea to do that in front of a WordPress crowd, but he came in and really brought some cool perspective and, and kind of just talk about technology and how it works now and what, what people are doing and where it's probably going to evolve into and things like that. So um, that's a great example of something like that working really well. Uh, we need we need some resistance. You need some outside perspective. You need to to get someone that's not so vested in, and maybe subjective about uh, what we do every day and 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 how excited and in love we are with with the platform and what we do. Uh, how do you how do you spark growth and innovation without having that type of objective approach or look from the outside? Uh, it's important to inject that into different events that we're doing. Not just uh, for us developers, designers, and service providers, what have you, but even at the end user level, it's exciting to see that type of uh, discussion because it's only going to make us better. So I, I hope to see more of it, especially from prominent folks uh, from the outside world that aren't directly related to WordPress on a day-to-day -day because in, in turn, in the end, it's absolutely going to help us make it even better time, you know, over time. It's a good, good, good thing to have. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of want to go to bar tricks. Does this feel hey. weird to go to bar tricks at this point? I don't think so. We're we're at about one. Uh, we're, yeah. we're at about uh, fifty two minutes right now, so that's good stuff, man. Okay, I'm actually going to start this week because I feel like we always make you start, Dre, because you're the only one that comes prepared. Brad and I are usually <laughs> Dre's got multiple bar tricks. <laughs> Dre's got Ryan and I have nothing. A circus. Hey, look at this guy. He's a freaking. He's a bar circus. What the hell's going on? Here? A bar circus. Uh, let me let me go ahead and put that on the list of possible show titles here. Um, hey. So mine actually comes because, and I'm not, I, I think this is still the case, but for a long time, I really liked the plugin. Let me double check on the title of it. There's a uh, plugin out there called More Privacy Options. And as of the most recent update, um, it doesn't seem to be working. So uh, it's listed great on pick. the, huh? <laughs> What's that? It's a great pick. Well, yeah, no, that really used to be. a plugin that does not work. It, it's well, it's it one that I've listed a lot. Colors. It's really, really private. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, so that's one to, to, to look into more, I guess. But uh, there are a couple of uh, people on the, the forums that are confirming that they don't have it working on 3.4. Anyway. What's the name of it? WP Private? No, More Privacy Options. So More Privacy Options is great, and I hope that it uh, uh, gets fixed up. I'm not sure what the problem is. Like I said, I just ran across that uh, recently that it wasn't working anymore. Um, or with the most recent version of WordPress, but it was it was neat because it just added a few options to the privacy screen. Uh, uh, when you're within the WordPress, you could kind of control a little bit more about it rather than just locking it down with you know, uh, you know having only one option. So I liked that. Uh, yeah. But now uh, instead, what I found, which I like, and it sounds like there's some other people that like different things, but uh, there's a plugin called Private Only, uh, which does it completes the same uh, goal of just locking down a site which is what I was using more privacy options for. So private only is now the plugin that I'm using in. Uh, it's, it's, it's owned by members only. And when you purchase it, you get a black jacket. It's legit, son. <laughs> you got to be in the club. club. Uh, so that would be, that would be my pick. Or, I mean, really, I guess the pick is, is just if you're using more privacy options, might want to go take a look at that. That's legit, it, man. It might no longer be privacying your options. <laughs> privacying your <laughs> options. <laughs> so, yes. Was Simple in the enough, 80s, but, I, like but I did not like it. Mm -hmm. Welcome to my sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> Just glad you're saying this stuff uh, during the Prime show and not the, uh, not the after uh, show. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm keeping it semi chill. Uh huh. Bradlicious. Would it be like it? 
or do you still need a second? Well, I'll, I'll run one here. So, yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Dre. I'm sorry. I'm frantically trying to find something to talk about. So, all right. so <laughs> obviously, our, Brad is not ready. <laughs> um, in, in my world of daily malware, uh, we deal with different types of, uh, of malware strings that attack conditionally. Okay, so they, they look for specific conditions like uh, anything from browser type to OS to the referring you know uh, link that you're coming from and so on. So one of the tools that we use, which is really helpful, uh, and for those that, that don't know it, uh, browsers use what's called different types of user agents, right? And, and it's, it's the basic construct of the website and how it actually uh, – I don't even want to get into full details. In any event, mm -hmm. it, it's the way that it, it pushes out the, the, the information to you in the browser. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of these, whether you're using a, a, a mobile device and the type of mobile, mobile device that you're using in the operating system there to the, the type of browser and operating system that you're using uh, on your desktop. Um, check out botsversusbrowsers.com. And what, what's cool about it is that there's uh, an option or whether there's a link there in the top navigation uh, to go and check out any website using one of the over 300,000 types of user agents that they have listed on the site. Um, so if you ever run into some funny malware or someone tells you that, hey, uh, I'm on XYZ browser and I'm uh, seeing some, some crazy pop-up for Viagra on, on your site, uh, you can actually go to this site, go, go to that tool that's in that top, uh, top uh, navigation link there, and type in the type of browser that they're using there or find their user agent and actually try to mimic uh, or reproduce the problem on your end. So ho hopefully that, uh, that that helps you out a bit. And Neat. so I, I do need to get credit there, though. Tony uh, Perez from Security uses that all the time. He loves it and a uh, big, big proponent of it as well. I like it. That's a neat, I mean... Yeah, because it's, it's an odd problem to have when you have to try to track something like that down uh, or try to troubleshoot something like that. Uh, neat. You also have a second bar trick or a second bar trick mention, I should say. Yes, I was going to wait for Brad, but oh. Brad, you suck. Yeah. The more time we buy him, the better, right? Hey, I'm right. hey man, I've been, I've been waiting here, waiting on you guys to quit blabbing <laughs> for a minute so I could talk. All right. Fire away, fire away. Oh, you want me to go? Okay. Um, my bar trick is a plugin, and um, my buddy Brian Richard just nudged us over to me. But it's actually one I'm familiar with, um, and I've used before. And the plugin is called User Switching. I bet you guys have heard of it too. So this plugin is great if you're building a site because basically what it allows you to do is with one click of a button you can switch to any user on the site immediately, log out and log back in as that user. Um, so if you need to test something that happens maybe on a different user role or a specific user sees that maybe you don't see as an admin, um, you just go to the user list, clicks the switch to button on whatever user you want, and boom, it logs you right in as that user, and it has a one click to switch back to the original account you're on. So test whatever you need to test. Um, there's another button to switch back, and it'll switch you back, back to your admin account or wherever it is. So it's, it really helps. You know, I'm sure we all have you know multiple browsers open, uh, different browser versions when we're testing logged in versus not versus author, versus subscriber, versus contributor, editor, whatever it may be. Um, this will make it so you maybe don't have to have as many browsers open, if any, so you can just keep it all in one browser. So plugin is called User Switching. Uh, it's it's made by uh, John Blackburn, which uh, probably, I'm sure quite a few of you know, he has a lot of plugins. Um, he's I'm not sure where he lives, but I know I've, I've met him a few times at WordCamp Mid-Atlantic, so i got to assume he lives in the Baltimore area. Um but good guy has a lot of cool plugins out there. But check it out, user switching. 
I like that one a lot. It, not only because it, it's uh, useful, but I also like how it integrates with WordPress itself and that it doesn't really add a bunch of clunky stuff. It just adds sort of useful links where you'd expect them to be. Uh, you know, so if you're looking at the user screen, you can switch from there. I think it adds a, um, a link to one of the drop downs in the toolbar. It's, it's very sort of in the background. It's only there when you want it, which I like. I and it's it. not storing any of the credentials or anything. I'd imagine that's still locally. Mm -hmm. It's good. Good, good stuff. I can dig it. Back to uh, back to Dre's second bar trick. So th this is uh, well, security is hiring. So we're looking for a senior uh, PHP developer uh, to join the team. Uh, anywhere Exciting. in the U.S.? Yeah, no, very cool. Uh, U.S. or Canada candidate, and um, it's fully telecommute, and uh, it's to come work for a really super kick-ass, awesome company building some really neat stuff. You can cool. over at our appointment page. I'm totally applying right after this show. <laughs> you, you should, Brad. I don't know, Brad. I mean, they're looking for, you know, a certain I, I said senior. They're looking, for, they are looking for someone who's good at what they do. Somebody, so know, yeah, know. you know, experience is important. Um, you know, just general involvement in the community is probably a plus. That's definitely on there. Uh, yeah. Having some, some type of security chops would be good. Oh, boy, uh, man. I, I don't know, Brad. I think you might... Uh, I just want to look elsewhere. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> just out. <laughs> uh, yeah, how cool is, I mean, how cool is it these days that you, you, as a developer or designer, whatever it is that you do, it, you know, if you look work on websites <laughs> or the internet, that you can actually, there are jobs out there that say, you can work from home. It's cool. Work from home. Like, get up in your pajamas or whatever and work. That's all we want you to do. I mean, and there's a lot of them out there now. Like, I think back when I got out of the Marines, 2003, unheard of nobody was doing that like at least not publicly like they make you work in the office at least for like a year or two yep. uh, but now it's like i mean if you're in the internet business i mean what's the point of having an office man like we have yeah we're, we work with a lot of companies in philly i just go to them and say hey you want to meet i'll hop on the train and come down and meet you you know i don't need right. an office why do i need an office yep just i just i mean when i really think about that in the grand scheme of things it's just i mean it's really cool it just blows my mind it's it's only going to get more dumb. You know, I got a lot of friends that still have to go in the office. I'm like, really? Like, and they have an hour commute each way. And it's like, they do things like I do. And you're like, so you're wasting two hours a day driving to work. They could be working, sitting at home, but they just don't well, trust That's, you that's just the travel time. But think about decompressing and actually how you carry in the stress of having to drive uh, there and back into what else, whatever else you're doing. Mm -hmm. So on the way in, you're already edgy. Right, you've been on the road an hour, hour and a half. I don't know. I did it for a couple of years, and I couldn't stand it. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Uh, it makes it makes no sense. And in turn, it's it's a higher risk to the organization and, and the actual work that you're trying to accomplish. Doesn't make sense. So yeah, it, it does it does bode well uh, for the, the type of work that we do, uh, and I think it's it's a positive thing for those folks. It, it creates a, a very comfortable environment. There are challenges with it. it I, I, I'm not going to say that the grass is always greener on the other side. There are controls that need to be put in place to ensure that there's levels of accountability and that things are happening how they need to happen, right? Um, right. But it is, there are advantages to it if if you have a good telework or telecommute program in place. I, what, I, what I like about it, and this is somebody who's only ever once or twice had a job that required going into an office, so I can't really relate to the crazy commutes and things like that, but what I think is interesting when an office isn't required for the work that you do, the different, I guess, tone that, working with others takes or if there is like I, I mentioned a couple times uh, starting to go to a co-working space a couple days a week here in town 
uh, and kind of being really turned on uh, to the idea of not so much going to a place because that's where I have to work, but kind of choosing to go there to collaborate with others and sort of experience that as somebody who works all the time from home, that's been really interesting lately. Um, and that is, I mean, that's a, that's a world of difference though, at the same time from, I have to be in there every morning and then come back at night. It's, it's, it's just a different sort of dynamic entirely. I see a lot of advantages to that. Absolutely. I can see where that, that would be uh, something positive and something to look forward to. Right. Right. It's, Instead uh, it, it makes, it makes going into a, a physical place to work. It's almost like, you know, the, the dev days at WordCamps, it becomes more oh, yeah. of a treat than it yeah. is a penalty. Yeah, there, there's, yeah definitely, there's definitely some drawbacks to working at home. I mean, and, and I think you mentioned, Dre, some people can do it, some people can't. Some people think it sounds great until they actually do it. And they're like, wow, I'm, I'm in my house alone all day long. Like, I'm going crazy after like a month, you know. But I love it. I mean, I, I wouldn't give it up for anything. Um, and I think a lot of the companies out there that don't really do it as much, and I understand companies want you to come in the office. That makes sense. But to come in five days a week, you know, every week out of the year seems a bit crazy to me. Um, and I think a lot of that is just kind of the old school mindset. You know, you have these older executives running these companies that aren't really familiar with a lot of this, you know, telecommunication between Skype and IRC and, and IMs and, and, and phones and video. I mean, you could do everything like you could do in the office. There's absolutely no limitations sitting at home. It's just whether yeah. you're getting your work done, there's ways they can track it and they trust you. Right. Right. Now, they, I, I think that those old executives don't like it for the wrong reasons, right? Uh, there are limitations in terms of um, uh, how how tone and, and identity is transferred through the type of communications that we do di digitally, right? Whether you're on Skype, whether, you know, uh, chatting, IRC or what have you, uh, things don't transfer the same way. So the discussions that you would have face-to-face -face mannerisms and uh, uh, tone in, 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 in voice and things like that don't transfer the same. So you often lose context, uh, which can, can create a, a very, you know, aggressive or maybe not as comfortable situation for folks. So there's there's a lot of delicate kind of approaches that you need to take to make it work. And again, you have to have controls in place to make that make that uh, uh, as as comfortable and inviting uh, and as productive as possible, being that you're not face to face on a daily basis. I actually have. So in the end, to wrap it up, go apply for Dre's position. <laughs> yeah, go check it out. Uh, I also wanted to uh, not forget to. Plug the new landing page for WP Late Night. Go to WPLateNight.com. New, flashy, cool, awesome. Uh, should make it even more obvious how to subscribe to the show on iTunes and grab the RSS feed. Yeah, nice job, Ryan. That yeah, was all you. So. Yeah. Look, bro, look we'll give you some props. Yeah, it, it, we get the... Uh, um, yeah, it's fun. So uh, cool, there's man. that. Uh, some big, fun news for the show coming up next week. So stay tuned for that. Yes, indeed. I think, is there anything else we want to plug this week? What, uh, what, what do you guys have coming up? We mentioned San Francisco. That's happening. Uh, uh, Brad, how's the uh, Philly planning going? It's coming good. We're working on the site. Hope to have it up soon. Awesome. Um, well, obviously, I'll be at WordCamp Philly. I will also be at WordCamp Baltimore, which is September 8th. Okay. And tickets just went on sale a couple days ago. So if you're in the, the Baltimore area, I, I urge you to uh, get some tickets to go. It's going to be a great event. It always is. Um, it's a fun town, too. So I'll be there. So look me up if you're if you're in town for that event. Cool, cool. Very good. Well, uh, I think, uh, like you mentioned, uh, Dre, if you still want to give away that ticket, we've got some interesting ideas for that. that uh, or I do have one, hopefully, interesting idea for that that we can yes. play with during the after show. So stick around in the chat room. And otherwise, uh, 
thanks everybody for listening in. Don't forget to give us reviews on iTunes because they uh, they power us. They, they those reviews actually feed us. I don't know if you realize that, but every time one of those happens, there's a, a sandwich that descends from each of our each of our office spaces where we podcast from, and then we get to eat for another week. So uh it's a big sandwich that's true for you guys too right that's not just me no no that's okay all right good good yeah um that's it and we'll catch everybody for big episode 19 we're getting closer to 20 this is exciting i love it Uh, it. episode 19 next wednesday and uh catch everybody then gary bye booyah as we wait for the music to play (laughs) and it's so there we go have a good one, folks. <laughs> That's a good game for that.